Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw, bringing you another solo episode. I hope you're having a great, well, I want to say summer, but it could be summer, fall, winter, spring when you're listening to this. It's kind of the middle of summer, or actually late July right now when I'm recording this. And man, it's uh, early August when I'm publishing this. And uh, it's been a busy summer for us, man. We have been on the gas and... My wife just pointed out, Allie just pointed out the other day, she said, this was our first, this past weekend, she said, this is our first weekend all summer without anybody else. First weekend, no family, no anybody else all summer long. Do you believe that? Holy crime. And he talk about out of balance. Yeah, we've been a little bit out of balance. We're uh, just working our butts off and trying to, to help others, which is, uh, which is an awesome thing that we're blessed to be able to do that. And, uh, so it's nice to be able to actually get some downtime, just, just us and the kids over the weekend, going to the pool, went to the river, found a new spot, a new little swimming hole in the river, did a little bit of fishing, a little bit of snorkeling and, uh, just getting in some icy cold mountain river water, which is pretty awesome. And uh, didn't get a whole lot of projects done. Got a little bit of help build a mountain biking trail with uh, some neighbors, which is kind of fun. Did that with the kids. What else did we do? Cooked out. Had some friends over. It was awesome. It was awesome. So it was just kind of one of those not too exciting weekends, which was uh, kind of the best best kinds sometimes. So, uh, but. The message that's been on my heart for a while is really stems way back from a conversation. As a matter of fact, a dinner that I hosted a few months back and something came up that was just really kind of hit me in the gut. And I was like, wow, this is really powerful. It was really meaningful. And it came from, this was a, a dinner. This was a Pathfinders dinner. And there were a handful of folks. I invited any of my past clients to it. And the folks who showed up, you're probably listening right now, Dale, Jeff, Isaac, Craig, and John, all of you guys know who you are, but they were there and we had this just intimate dinner and, and really shared some some vulnerable stuff. It was really authentic and real. I charged for this dinner, I actually lost money. We had some great food, great wine, even had some dessert. And it was uh, it was just incredible. Uh, but this was just this invaluable experience. What maybe the most powerful dinner conversation I've had with friends ever. You know, we ate well, we drank well, and man, we just we just shared. And this one of the one gentleman sitting at the table shared a story. As a matter of fact, his name's Isaac Greeley. Uh, he's one of my clients. I actually interviewed him. He's he's my hero. This guy, he's amazing. Um, he's actually fighting this weekend. He's a, he was a college wrestler. He's an entrepreneur. He's just amazing. He does a million different things. Uh, he's one of those guys. It's like he's busy, and if you want something done, give it to Isaac because because he'll get it done. Right? You want something done, give it to a busy person. Well, this guy's busy. Um, but I interviewed Isaac back way back in episode one fifty six. So I definitely recommend checking that out. Because he's just uh, just kind of a, a quote unquote regular guy, but he's, there's nothing regular about him, right? Um, you'll never 
never hear about them sort of uh, on the national news and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, may never read a book on him uh, from him on the bookshelf. But maybe someday we will. But uh, but he's just an incredible person, incredible human being. You'll learn a lot from. But he shared a story that really struck me, and I want to share this with you. And what it really boiled down to was was peak performance. How you get to break through from where you're at now to where you want to get to, you know, breaking out of that rut that you're in, and and you know, how do you break through? How do you get to the next level? How do you get unstuck? And and this this really this was it. This was the answer. This was the single answer of how to get unstuck. How to get out from where you're at and get to the next level. And I deem this as one of the what I call magic questions. Um, and this magic question that he he posed and that he shared is basically a subset of what I call the productive pause. And for any rookies out there, I'll explain what a productive pause is. And for the veterans, I get a message for you too, the veteran listeners, that is. Uh, so for the rookies out there listening, and you haven't heard me talk about a productive pause, it is this. So I've, I've asked so many of my podcast guests over the years, what is one habit that you've done over the years that has really helped set you apart, that you really feel like has uh, propelled you. And it's in, it's invariably some form of pause, right? It's for the, for the salesperson, it's not making the sales calls. For the investor, it's not making the investments. You know, for the athlete, it's not doing the training. Um, for the author, it's not actually doing the writing, right? It's none of these things is what makes these folks successful. It's always some version of a pause, right? It's always some version of planning, maybe planning your day. It's always some version of getting off the treadmill of life. Maybe it's working with a coach. Maybe it's meditation. Maybe it's visualization, uh, prayer, journaling. So none of these things is actually doing, right? It's actually hitting this pause button. And that's the secret, right? That's the secret for success. And, and what I want to share with you is, is, like I said, this magic question that is sort of a subset of this productive pause. And the definition I've given to a productive pause is this. It's a short period of focused reflection around specific questions that leads to clarity of action and peace of mind. Clarity of action and peace of mind. So a productive pause. And how do you incorporate this into your life? So, so it's always some version of, of questions. And by the way, I said for rookies, you know, that's kind of the... That's the definition of it. And for you veterans out there, I just want to remind you, the productive pause, you've heard me say it many, many times over probably. It's simple. It's not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy to execute consistently, right? It's actually one of the easier things to execute, but but you've really got to build this into your day. The reason it's not easy is because you're busy, right? You're pulled in a million different directions, you know, if you've, you've got your job and you've got all the other, you've know, got family, you've got friends, you've got the things that you want to do, right? All these things that are pulling at your time. And, uh, and it, and it, you know, it's so easy to just, just drift off and not do the productive pause, wake up and start doing today, what you did yesterday and doing the same thing tomorrow for no better reason. That's what you did the day before. So that's what a productive pause is. So I encourage you to really build those in, right? Um, build in a productive pause, maybe once a week, like every Sunday night, you could hit the pause button and say, okay, what's my week look like coming up this week? What do I need to plan for? What do I need to think about? Um, whether it's with my family, whether it's at my work, um, my workouts, uh, could be once a month. That's the big one. I, I, I prompt everybody I work with and I do the same thing myself. I, once a month, I review all of my goals. I go back through 
edit, update, change, iterate my goals, create new micro goals, action items, etc. Anyway, that's the uh, that's the productive pause. And so, what is this magic question that I mentioned? Right, this magic question that Isaac shared with us. There was just a massive breakthrough for me and everybody sitting at the table. Well, there are various magic questions in different industries. Like I feel like every industry has a magic questions, and I, I, I know what some of those magic questions are, and, and I'll give you a couple here. So, for example, in the fundraising industry, when you're trying to raise money, right? Think so. Any, any of you, if you're involved in a nonprofit, or whether it's your you're raising money for your kids' sports program or kids' school or anything else, this is the magic question in fundraising. It is this. It's what would you like to accomplish with your money that would be most meaningful to you? Ask that to a prospect or a prospective donor. What would you like to accomplish with your money that would be most meaningful to you? Now, I, I learned this. I don't even remember why I learned it, but it's not mine. But, um, but, I, but I heard this question. I was like, wow, that, that really cuts to the core. And I've, I've used that before. Uh, when sitting in front of prospective donors or donors and saying, hey, what, what do you want to accomplish with your money that would be most meaningful to you? And they say, hmm, let's see now. You know, so what you're doing is you're putting the ball in their court and they're saying, man, what, what do I want to accomplish? Because if, they st- if you start saying, what do you want to accomplish? They're saying, okay, I'm in charge here. And now I can think bigger because here's what I want to accomplish. And here's what's meaningful to me. And when you find out what's most meaningful to somebody and you help them accomplish that, uh, certainly you're going to get increased philanthropy. Uh, you're going to make that person happier. So put that one in your back pocket if you're uh, ever raising money for you coaches out there who are uh, looking to get donors or, or increase donors to your, your sports program. Uh, keep that one. That's a, that's a good one. All right. So here's another uh, magic question that I learned. This one is in the sort of software development field. My last business, I built, I built a software, Riot Sports Marketing. For those of you uh, who've known me for a long time or listened from the beginning, you've heard me talk about this, but Riot Sports Marketing, ultimately, it was a failed company. Raised some angel capital for this, this company. It was uh, pretty exciting, pretty awesome, if I must say so myself. Uh, never really got the legs that we needed to get to, so I had to, I had to kill it. I had to shut it down. But this is what's most interesting. Towards the end of that business, I learned what the magic question is when you're building a software. And this is it. So you ask a person, what is the most time-consuming, repetitive, or annoying task? What is the most time-consuming, repetitive, or annoying task that you do, right? Is it entering in transactions? Is it filling out some form every month? Is it whatever it is, right? And you, find, you ask any industry, any, you know, any business owner, whether it's a, a plumber or a CEO of a company or anything, any other leader, right? What's the most time-consuming, repetitive, or annoying task? Now you can start building a software around the answer, right? Once you kind of get a critical mass of people saying the same thing. And I learned that a little bit too late, but I actually actually put that magic question into practice, and uh, and then uh, and then the the follow up question is you know if you had a magic wand and could create any solution, what would that solution look like, right? So you you ask these magic questions, and they just cut straight to the core, straight to the core, basically saying what sucks and what's the solution look like that you want, right? And and you build that, and and they can't help but buy it. Right, and that's and I actually did that at the end after I kind of shut that business down. Um, asked those two questions, two magic questions. They told me exactly what they wanted, which is a little bit different than what I had created, and 
And I actually created a wireframe, basically a, a demo, not the real software, but kind of almost like a, a fake software that would look like that and said, is this what you're talking about? And 100% of them said, yes. And I didn't have the, it would have cost me, you know, hundreds of thousands, probably half a million dollars to, to build it. And uh, I didn't, you know, kind of had turned the page on that anyway uh, at that point. But this magic question really cut to the core. Now, if you're a financial advisor, uh, that magic question might be something like, you know, what do you want your retirement to look like? And someone says, hmm, what do I want my, well, this is what I want, right? And they start painting this awesome, amazing picture of what they want their retirement to look like. And then you, then you can figure out how you can help them get there, right? That's, that's like a magic question maybe for financial. I, I don't know that industry. I'm just, this is just kind of Jim, Jim thinking this through. You know, if you're in car sales, you, your magic question might be, what are you looking for in your next car that your current car doesn't have? And you start getting the person thinking, huh, let me think. Right? They might sit back in their chair and think, hmm, what do I want? Well, I want this feature. Uh, I want this feature. I want this feature. I want it to do this. I want it to look like this. I want it to feel like this. And I want me to feel like this when I'm in it, et cetera. Right? So there's these magic questions. So I've given you different ones, right? I gave you one for uh, fundraising. I gave you one for you know, software development, financial advising, car sales, just to give you some examples. So what about the one about self-improvement? What about you getting to the next level in any area of your life? I talked about Isaac, and Isaac is the uh, guy I interviewed uh, episode 156. He told this story of one of his fighters. The fighter's name's Dominic. And Dominic, he said, Dominic showed up as, he, he actually sitting at this table, Right and kind of all went around the table this night uh, and having dinner, you know, a few months ago, and um, we came to a point in the conversation where Isaac said, "You know, I had this 180 pound pudgy kid show up at my gym. He had no skills, no fighting skills, no MMA skills, no wrestling skills." And he said, "Isaac said he came in and he's looking around. We were showing him around the gym, talking about it, and he pointed to me and he said, I want him.' Pointing to Isaac. So he steps onto the mat." Isaac explains how he, he, he says, uh, he says, Dominic came at me and I choked him out, tapped him out right away. <laughs> and you know, no, Isaac's one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet. Kind, generous, helpful. Uh, he's also one of the toughest and one of the most technically sound. And, uh, so Isaac promptly choked Dominic out. Well, Dominic showed up the next day, walked in the door, looked at Isaac, met eyes with him. And he said, I want you again. Isaac said, okay, come on out. Let's do this. And Isaac promptly choked him out, tapped him out once again. Next day, he comes back in. Same thing happens. And that's when Dominic looked at Isaac and he said, what do I have to do to get better? Isaac said, a lot. You got a lot to do. I don't know that you're up for it. And Dominic looked at him again. He said, what do I have to do to get better? What do I have to do to get better? Have you asked yourself that question lately? You might have asked, you know, or told other people what they have to do to get better. Maybe you said it out loud. Maybe you thought about it. This is what this person, this is what my boss has to do to get better. This is what these people who report to me, this is what they have to do to get better. This is what my, my kids or my wife or my spouse, this is what they have to do to get better. What about you? Have you asked yourself that question? I mean, really ask yourself that question. What do I have to do to get better? And I'm not just talking about in that one area of your life that just popped into your head right now. Maybe 
maybe business, maybe relationship, whatever it is that popped into your head first. But I want you to ask this question for every area of your life. What do you have to do to get better? Maybe it's in your relationship, maybe in your marriage or, or some other relationship, relationship with God, whoever it is, right? Whatever, whatever that relationship that's most important to you. What, what do you, what do I need to do to get better? What about in your health, your wellness, nutrition? What do I have to do to get better? What about in your professional life? What do I have to do? What's it? What is it that's on me? What do I have to do to get better? And listen, I'm here to tell you, the answer is probably not reading another book. It may be, right? But it's probably not reading another book. It's probably not listening to another podcast episode. And that's coming from me, a podcaster. I want you to listen to as many episodes of mine as possible, right? But it may not be the answer, right? But figure out what that is. What do you have to do to get better? You probably know what it is. Write it down. It's probably not information, right? There's, there's so much information out there. If you're listening to this podcast, I imagine this is probably not the first podcast episode you've ever listened to. You probably listen to some other great podcasts. You probably read books, probably consume some great content in your life. It's not always information. It's not always more information. I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner. Believe in that. But it's not always information. If it was more information that you needed, if, you know, if it was just information that you needed, you wouldn't have the challenge that you have right now. It's not about information. There's a, the information's out there. It's on YouTube. It's on the internet. It's on the bookshelf store, bookstore book shelf. And as I do for a lot of these episodes, I ask you to hit the pause button. Just hit pause just for a few seconds right now and ask yourself that question. What do I have to do to get better? Go ahead, hit pause right now. All right, I hope you did that. Now, think about, you know, is it a person you need to go have a conversation with? Is it something you need to commit to? Something you need to sign up for? Sign up for that 5K? Whatever it is, have that conversation. Send that email so you can schedule that meeting, schedule that, schedule that appointment. Shoot, it might just be a dentist appointment, right? <laughs> right? Call the dentist. And let me give you a few more magic questions. Here's some awesome ones that really, really impact you. Right? Every day you can ask yourself, what's important now? Right? You get, if you get foggy, you get cloudy, you get fuzzy, you're not clear what you got to get done. Maybe it's like in the afternoon, you're just like, man, I'm just like lost. I'm swimming because I had a pile of spaghetti for lunch or something like that. Right? What do I have to do to win today? What's important now? What is important now? Another one, second one. I love this one. For any of you clients out there, mind listening, you're going to know I ask this. I love asking this question. What has worked? What has worked? So many times we try to recreate the wheel. We look for the next shiny object. Wait a second. What has worked is picking up the phone to make the sales calls or blocking time on my calendar calendar to make X something happen, right? Whatever that thing is. What has worked? I know the fundamentals aren't sexy. The basics aren't sexy. Do them. Blocking and tackling. You talk to so many successful people and you're like, oh man, they just, you know, they, they got this secret sauce. They get, they're so talented. They're so this or that. You, you talk to them, you go, oh, uh, I didn't realize how disciplined you were at executing on the fundamentals. All right. So that's the second one. Here's the third one. Are you ready for this one? What's holding me back? Stabbing the heart, right? What's holding you back? Ask yourself, what is holding me back? And I've got news for you. If it's anything other than yourself, you got to look in the mirror, right? At some level, you are holding yourself back. 
Yeah, I know you have outside circumstances. I know there are environmental things holding you back. I know. But you go back to my episode with Eric Weinmayer, episode 96. Or you go back, way back in the archives, episode number five, Kyle Maynard. Like, what's holding them back? So Eric Weinmayer, he's, he's blind. Climbed Mount Everest, kayaked the Grand Canyon. They're not much holding them back. Right? What's holding you back? Kyle Maynard, no arms, no legs. No legs. Born a, a quadruple congenital amputee. I watched this kid, guy, man now, wrestle in high school at the national championships and win. I mean, holy crime. It blew my mind when I saw it. I saw him wrestle other kids with arms and legs and beat them. I, don't just trust me on this. <laughs> it happened, right? You can go look it up. You can read his book. It's amazing. What's holding you back? Ask yourself that question. It's a powerful question that you can ask yourself. If you want more of these kinds of questions, you can get the top. I got 21 questions on a PDF waiting for you. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action and you can get access not only to the action plan from this episode, but you can get access to my, my resources page that has uh, one of the PDFs right there at the top has a list of the top productive pause questions. So I urge you to grab that. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't try to answer 21 of them. Answer one. Pick one. All right, I just gave you a handful. If you don't remember them, just go ahead and download the action plan. You'll get access to it. You can have them, have them handy for yourself. If you enjoyed this, my solo episodes, just go to jimharshawjr.com slash solo, S-O-L-O, and uh, you'll find all my, all my solo episodes here, uh, you know, and you can find uh, all the other episodes are just kind of in the, in, the, uh, in the feed wherever you're listening to this uh, right now. So whether it's on Spotify or iTunes or uh, Google Play, whatever you might, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to this right now. But uh, I mentioned this once or twice, a couple uh, months or so ago, uh, iTunes kicked me off as it did a bunch of other podcasters. And it was just because of some some basic information, the way that my information was being submitted, just had to change and modify some things. And uh, unfortunately, I lost a bunch of listeners. Um, so if you can, share this. Share this with one other person. Uh, love that. That's how this thing grows. I was uh, getting some great growth and actually got a, still got a great, great, you know, a lot of big group of listeners and, you know, lost maybe, you know, 10% or something like that setback. But, uh, so if you can hit, hit share, you know, go, uh, if you go to the description of this episode, uh, wherever you're listening to it, I'll have the link right there where you can click on the share link and you can share it on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn, uh, or just tell somebody, Hey, check out episode number 208 of the success through failure podcast. So I appreciate any shares as always, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success.